Hello and welcome to Metrospective, the mecha podcast where we cover everything from Astro Boy to Mazinger Z. I'm Tooch. I'm Devin. Hey, you know what I hate? What? Cops. You know what I love? These cops. Fictional cops. <laughs> the only, the only, the only, the only good cops a fake cop. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> I think most, like, I don't boy, know. I don't boy, have... Tooch, I didn't realize you were just going to be that political right off the gate. Yeah, I was about to say, like, wow, I was, I was waiting for a little bit of, like, I'm that kind of, like, I was kind of, like, swept the rug out from under me, and I'm kind of, like, rubbing my head still, but, like. I mean, I don't know how we're going to open this. This no. is a really basic show. I, su- I This is one of my favorites now, like, immediately one of my favorites, uh, but it's, like, you know. There's not a lot of pomp and yeah, circumstance. This there is isn't. A, this is a show about this is a show about made up cops in a cool world where mechs are okay. Well, uh, let's start from the goddamn beginning. <laughs> Who made this? When and, and what? It's uh, it's based on a manga created uh, called Mobile Police Pat Labor. By Masamiyuki. By Masamiyuki, and um, like Ghost in the Shell, there are three different continuities. Yeah. The manga, the anime, and then the movies. Right. So, I don't know what else Masamiyuki has done. He's also the designer of the Avatar mascot for the Vocaloid Gumi. Oh, I like Gumi. (laughs) I was expecting us both to be lost, but you got this. I'm proud. I like, like, yeah, I like, well, I mean, (laughs) Gumi's alright. Whatever. (laughs) Back when I gave a shit about Vocaloid, I liked Gumi. Hmm. If I was softening the blow. So anyway, this takes place in, like, the nearish future of, like, anywhere, like, in the early 2000s from the scope of the late 80s. Yeah. And, um, is this this series aired from 1988 to 89. And, uh, so this was a seven-episode OVA directed by Mamoru Oshii, who actually directed the Ghost in the Shell movies. And Jinro, The Wolf Brigade, and a couple other really, really seminal anime movies, including Blood, The Last Vampire. Oh, cool. And, uh... He also directed the movies, and the movies, like, the movies stylistically look a lot like Ghost in the Shell, and, like, their animation is just kind of like, like, mmm. Yeah, uh, but today we will be talking about the OVA series, Pat Labor Early Days. Yes, Pat Labor Early Days. Like, it's essentially, it was a proof of concept, I think, for the movies. Like, that's at least what I feel, how it felt, how it felt. like, can we animate Pat Labor? Let's do it. Here's seven episodes, here's OVAs. Their OVAs are kind of low risk. I, I like, this, it had kind of, like... It seemed like it had a pretty good budget. Like, yeah, there, there it was, was nice. Some, there was some good animation in that, and so then eventually the and then they made three movies: one in eighty eight, one in eighty nine, one in ninety two, and one in two thousand two. And uh, the, I know the third one and the second one are radically different from the OVAs in the first one, just in terms of like the tone and focus and focal characters. But um, I've heard that the second one is actually the best one. Cool. So, from numerous people, and I've heard that the second one like hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. So, but, uh, this movie is, not movie, this OVA is about a group of, uh, a ragtag group of ridiculous cops who are, uh, pretty bad at their jobs. They are... <laughs> the, uh, the SV, SV2, the Special Vehicles Unit of the Tokyo Metropolitan Police. Yeah, they're, they're not, they don't have the best vote of confidence from their, by their superiors. They're, Nobody they're not, really likes them. No. <laughs> uh, they don't they... really like each other. <laughs> They've they've solved they've solved almost every case accidentally. Uh, half of them weren't real cases. One of them involved a gi- <laughs> literal kaiju. One of them involved a giant sea monster man. Uh, another another was a Scooby Doo mystery involving a ghost. Another one was a potential military coup of Tokyo. That was that was for real. But even then, they were fucking around. It's it's really great. I described it immediately, like like five minutes into the into episode one, as Brooklyn Nine Br- Brooklyn Nine Nine by way of by way of mecha anime. 
And like there, I was a little, I was slightly disappointed about the lack of mecha in it, but like it still was amazing. Like I still yeah. love this. Yeah, no. But it's um, it's essentially the world that it takes place in is kind of it's it's a near it's a near it's like very it's like it's it feels like you know the way we envision like it's always the way we envision ten years in the future. Yeah, where it's like it's the same except they have this one thing. Yeah. And so what the, that one thing is is construction robots called laborers, but people started misusing them and causing crimes with them, so they started the uh, the, the patrol labor unit, which was uh, you know laborers meant for police for police use. Yeah. And this is all about the special u- the labor unit of the police. Yeah, basically they they handle they they fight labors with labors. Yeah, pretty if there's much. A lab- if there's a labor problem, they'll labor solve it. Check out the labor hook while my labor DJ labor revolves it. Dag. Dag, yo. That that's my that's one of my favorite Homestar Runner quotes. Just dag, yo. Where are my where my smokes at? So this 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 lovable cast of characters. Let's 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 round them off. Let's see what we've so got to work with So first up, here. we have uh, Captain Godo. Captain Godo, just he's not well. Yeah, he's uh he's very jaded, apathetic. Lazy almost. He's yeah, but like he's really good at his job. Like he's like the he's the honestly he's the only cop in this show. He's Saitama. Yeah, he's one. Yeah, he's he's one punch cop. Like yeah, it's it's very rare that he is like raises his voice or gets excited or does like an, an, anything. It's said that he's the uh, main character of the second movie. Oh, I, I can't wait. I love him. Yeah, Godo's like like he's. Like, pretty much in the episodes with the coup, he is the main character, pretty much, and he, like... Right. He goes, like, commando. Yeah, he spends most of it just just driving around under the radar, just making moves, on, like, and then no one really suspects him, because he's just this shitty guy in a car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, we have uh, Noah Izumi, and she's uh, kind of the best. My absolute favorite, my my, my daughter, the, love, the, love, the light in my life. She just wants to... She just wants to pilot robots! And she she names she names anything she pilots uh, Alphonse. She 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 loves it. She was like cleaning it and like wa- and, like polishing there. She, I think her voice actress sings the opening. I mean, it's it's definitely about her. Yeah, the, the whole opening is focused on her. And it's like she just loves her labor. <laughs> and like I think she became a cop to pilot a labor. Yeah, that's that's the only reason she became a cop. Like her like her, her like in the New Year's episode, her dad was yelling at her like like you can't just pilot like robots all your life. <laughs> it's like fuck you. Yeah, I can. Like, I think God. her dad's a liquor store owner. Wow, in Hokkaido. Hilarious. And uh, she's pretty great. Next up, we have uh, Azuma Shinohara, who's uh, Asuma just does not want to be a cop. No. His dad, like, guilt-tripped him into becoming a cop. In, in one of the original dubs... For the TV series and the OVAs. Uh, he was voiced by Dan Green. Oh. Uh, weird. interesting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, ca- I would have casted that. <laughs> but, like, I would have put Dan Green as, like, Oda, but... <laughs> I would have, oh, I would, I would have made him Goto. <laughs> but, uh, uh Asuma's kind he, of, like, kind of a shithead. He's rich. He's the yeah. son of, he's the son of the head of, of, Shino, of Shinohara Heavy Industries, who makes almost all of the labors. Yeah. So, At least in the ones in Japan. Yeah. Um, well, no, it says it says 90% of labors in the world. Oh, shit. And so he joined the police force after he basically more or less, like, ran off from home and uh, wanted to be assigned to the labor units. But, like, he has no idea how to be a cop. He doesn't want to... He's, he's yeah. bad at it. Like, he has some intuition, but he, like, hates when he's right. And he, like... Him and, him and, him and Izumi kind of get along in, like, a pseudo, like, I, I ship it. Yeah. Kind of way, but, like, um, they have a really antagonistic relationship. I mean, they're partners. Yeah. They, 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 they fight, but they're, they fight, but they're close, and it's, yeah, it, it's a really nice relationship. 
Like, she pilots the mech, and he drives her there. Yeah. Although, okay, apparently there's a difference. Apparently in the OVA... Okay, apparently, I, I guess in the manga, he specifically asked to join the labor unit. But in the OVA, which we watched, he claimed his father didn't think he was responsible enough to join the company, and he rebelled and joined the police force. But then his father was like, oh, my son's going to be a cop? Hey, put him in SV2 so that so that he'll still be working directly under me, uh, basically. He's a shitter, but he's a lovable shitter. He, he's like, he's even lazier than Godot, kind of. He complains about fucking everything. Yeah, he, he's a whiner. And, like, he spends all of New Year's because he burned, like, every bridge, like, trying to find someone to drink like, no, with. no one wants to hang out with him. <laughs> uh, next we have uh, Hiromi Yamazaki, who's just, like, this tall, hulking man who just... He's just this gentle giant. He, he's, like, yeah. He's... He's, he, he, he can't drive a laborer because he's too big for the fit in the cockpit. <laughs> and he, he barely speaks, and he's just kind of... Yeah, like... He's every... just kind of sullen and sad everywhere. Like, he went a few episodes without saying anything, and then when we saw him again, I was just sort of thinking to myself, like, wait... Has he spoken? Does he speak? I don't remember. And apparently in that same dub with Dan Green, he's voiced by Sean Schimmel. Oh, in the OVA 2? I don't know what that is. There, oh, there's that... an OVA for the, t- for the TV series. Oh, well, he was, yeah, that was him in that. But I think in, this, uh, in the first OVA and TV series, he was someone else. Oda. We watched the sub. <laughs> yeah. Next up is Oda. Mm-hmm. Oda's essentially just a parody of, like, an American cop, essentially, I think, is what he is. Yeah, he just, he... He wants to shoot criminals. He's obsessed with guns. It's not even like, he doesn't even want to shoot criminals. He just wants to, like, shoot a gun. Yeah. It doesn't matter, he's not, it doesn't matter what it's at. Yeah. He just loves guns. Um, And he has, like, the shortest fuse in the universe. He's, yeah, he's, he's small and angry and wants to shoot. Has the thickest fucking eyebrows. God, he's, he's great, I love him. Oda, and then there was, uh, the newest member of the group is Kanuka Clancy. Oh, my wife. <laughs> um, so she was originally, like... So the second episode, she comes in as, like, you know, spe- as the special guest investigator from She's New York. Super Robot Wars. This is her voice actress for Super Robot Wars. I gotta find out what game there's pet labor in. <laughs> but, um... Uh, She's like Hawaiian American, and and she like speaks in bad English. She's she's drop dead fucking. She's a bombshell. If she walks in the room and everybody, every like she starts speaking English and everybody starts cheering and like, oh my god, you can speak English. That's so cool. And then she just starts speaking Japanese. And everyone's like, you speak Japanese too. That's so awesome. <laughs> Do you have a sister? <laughs> what are your measurements? Can I get your number? I thought that she was just gonna be like a one off character. Yeah, same, honestly. But then she was like, oh, like oh, by the way, she's 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 joining here for like a, as like a joint research operation, and then she just immediately becomes part of the team. Like she's the most capable, but also the scariest and most unpredictable. She'll just go for something. She'll just drive a motorcycle over a gap while firing a pistol. <laughs> yeah, she yeah she will raise hell. <laughs> and like I think. I mean, she, she she's pointed a gun at everybody but Izumi. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have, then we have Shinchi, the married guy. He doesn't do much in this, he's, in the OVA. Yeah, Oda usually yells at him. That's like his entire thing is that he's he's the straight man to Oda's funny man. Yeah. And then the other main character is uh, Shinobu Nagumo, who is the, uh, the the captain. The other captain. Who is uh, Godo is, is, uh, is smitten with. And she's great. She's pretty great, too. Yeah, she's kind of the seri- yeah. she's the most serious character out of everybody, I'd say. It's essentially just a series of, of wacky police adventures starring this this ludicrous cast of characters. And it's like, it's just fun. Like, it was, this is the funniest thing we've, 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 we've done. Like, it's really funny. And, like, when it got serious, it could do it well. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah, there yeah, wasn't yeah. total, I didn't feel total whiplash. I just felt like, oh, shit, shit's actually going down. Like, the cops need to be cops. And they were. And it was like, oh, shit. Like, and, and even then, there was still a lot of, there was still a lot of lightheartedness. Like, yeah. it, 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 it didn't, it's not jarring. It doesn't go through, like, tonal whiplash. It's not like Madoka episode three. I like, oh, this is this kind of show. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, they didn't fucking pull a fast one on us like that. And, uh, but yeah, it's just like, every, the way the characters interact is just so kind of like, it's so good. Like, the, every, everyone just feels so real and kind of like, like, even though they're wacky, like, ridiculous characters, it's still just, it's, it, I get like a, I get like a weird Parks and Recreation vibe where it's so believable, but yeah. it's still so ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but like, they're so, they're so endearing. Like, these, like, like, they don't do stuff that we would do, but they definitely do stuff that we wish we could do. Yeah. That would, like, that's, and that's, an, and that's how you make an endearing character. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, fuck, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was, there's not a lot to it. I want to watch the movies, and apparently the movies have a lot more of an in-depth plot. Because, like, I feel that, like, um, everyone's told me to watch the OVAs before the movies, because essentially most of the character development is in the OVAs, and then they yeah. throw you into the plot in the movies. Which I like, because I, fe- cause I, li- I like that. I like getting to know these characters. I like, and it's like, it felt, it was very character-driven. It was yeah. Just, it wasn't a lot of story, and it was just about these characters being these characters. Like, what with the fucking guts? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I want to read the manga now. Yeah, me too. I wonder if it's scanned anywhere. Because the manga is twenty-two volumes. I, you would think it would be. Yeah. And if not, then it should be. And then there's the anime that's fifty episodes long. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, me either. I hope it's good. <laughs> and the opening was the opening was catchy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that opening was great. Of, of the OVA, I don't know yeah, about the TV OVA show. Opening. OVA opening is pretty great. I I liked it. I had a. Uh... It was like, it's just, it's a good time. It's, it's seven episodes, we watched it in a day. It kind of breezed by, I didn't feel like, there was a mon- there's an episode that's literally just full of Godzilla jokes. And like, um, a couple people, like when we announced we were doing Pat Labor, and at least one person, they were all like, they were like super psyched for us to talk about and watch Pat Labor, because it was like their favorite thing. Pat Labor's great! And I, 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 I see I why. Was, I, was, I went into this pretty much blind, I'd only seen the first two episodes of this OVA, because I tried to watch it at one point during a flight, and then I fell asleep and didn't watch the rest of it. Because <laughs> it, it was no fault of Pat Labor. It's just, any moving vehicle puts me entirely to sleep. Like, extended car ride, any car ride longer than 45 minutes, I will probably pass out. Wow. Planes, trains, automobiles, knock me the fuck out. Which is why I like taking flights, because I'm like, sweet, I'm gonna take a three-hour nap. I'm, <laughs> yeah, which is why, so I've made it a habit of, like, you gotta wake up... I have to wake up early for the flight. Guess who is not sleeping? Because I'll just sleep the entire flight. God, I wish I could be like that. Flights are... I, I can't. It's too uncomfortable. Anything slight... I don't know. Let's not... That's This is not germane to anything we're discussing. No, um, I was just saying, it wasn't any fault of Patley, bro. I was like, oh, yeah. I fell asleep and it was so fucking boring. But like... Yeah, no, this is... It's a it's it's a really cute show. It's a really fun show. And it's got... It's really it's really well animated. And the you'll love the, you'll love the characters. I want an Ingram. Like an Ingram labor. Yeah, I, I, I would love... I, I would love one. There and they're really cool. Like the the mech design is really cool in this because it's like it's it's, it's very varied. But yeah. the pat the pat labors themselves, um, they've th- their most notable feature is this honestly pretty realistic like covering they have over the inside of their joint giblets, and it's like you know there's 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 robots and animatronics that use that. Yeah, that's a real thing, and it makes sense because it's like I mean if, okay think about think about Gundam Wing. Think about Ketra. Think about the sand rock yeah. in the desert. Like dog, your Gundam's wrecked. Like there's sand forever in his Gundam. Yeah, he'll never get that out ever. Yeah. There's there's sand. He's probably somehow caused some weird thing because like there's 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 sand particles floating around in the vacuum of space now because he's been there too. In Gundam, they always explain that the ground type Gundams were always had like you know special joints for that kind of shit, which is why like. You couldn't just use a space-type Zaku on Earth, it would fucking break, or you can't use a... Gr- and you couldn't use a ground-type Zaku in space because it didn't have the proper verniers for space combat. Yeah. The Gundam was made to be entirely versatile and, and everything, but then again, that's because the Gundam was was the Gundam. Like, yeah. Was, yeah. So, but anyway, that's Gundam. But yeah, it's like, 
of course you want to cover the the joints. Like you're these things are mostly doing combat on highways, and so like they're they, not they're durable. Not, no, they no. are not durable. I'm pretty sure they never had a single fight where like something didn't fall off. Which honestly, that would make sense. Yeah, no, that's gonna happen. All their guns are just actual, just gigantic guns. It's just a literal giant handgun. Or it's just shotgun. a big revolver and a big shotgun. Jesus, it that it's hilarious. I love it. Like the bolsters, the side, like I think like they're just holding a giant. Like the magazines aren't as big because they're not as big as Gundams, like at all. They're yeah. like they're pretty small. Like honestly, like you can see Izumi's head like poking out of the uh, cockpit. Yeah, it's cute. And like they're not that big. They're like maybe like five meters tall. Like they're they're probably about as big as a scope dog from Votoms. Yeah, because I know they're not as big. They're smaller than an armored core, but they're not as big. They're but they're bigger than a scope dog. I think scope dogs are tiny. It's my favorite rapper, Scope Dog. Scope Dog, <laughs> dude, that would be a really good rap. Like if you like, if like if you're like a nerd anime rapper, Scope Dog is a great, yeah. <laughs> great rap. Name. Oh, that's a deep cut. Scope Dog, because that means you're in fucking Votoms, which we will talk about. Yeah, eventually. eventually. Oh, hey, wow. Apparently, um, yeah, the chief. He's voiced by Akio Otsuka. Oh shit. He was voiced by Solid Snake and Bato from Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> Solid Snake. But, uh, oh no, that's that, that's Sergeant Gomioka. The oh. chief, the chief is Osama Saka. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that, I love that guy. He just wants to build robots. He's like sixty and he wants to build shit. Like yeah. robots. He's like, can you fix it? Ever, ever, like ever since my dad beat me for taking apart a scooter. I'm like, oh, okay. Well then, that got dark. I mean, it's the fifties. It was the fifties. That was the moment I saw, I saw that you fell in love with the series. Was when Izumi like had her arm off and she just yells rocket punch and throws yeah. It. <laughs> and then like when they're like when they get reprimanded for like acting a fucking fool, he's just like, "What do you think you're doing, piloting Great Mazinger, Dangao? What do you think you're doing?" <laughs> like the, the fact that he name dropped Dangao of all things, like what? Like Great Mazinger, I get that's like that's like a pop culture thing, but like Dangao was like a three episode OVA from like eighty eight, like. That was running, like, maybe that was because it was, it was out, like, at the same time. Maybe. Did the same people make it? Maybe. Well, I want to do Don Guy because that opening is fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> Just cross for love. So, yeah, that was, that was, that was Pat Labor. This is part one of our Pat Labor overall retro- retrospective. Before we cut to the movie, let's, let's do positives and negatives of... The OVAs? Of the OVAs. Positives. Good animation. Like, like, like not stellar, not, not brilliant. It gets blow my really good at stellar. times, and you're yeah. just like, "Oh, like, oh yeah, well, that comes out of nowhere when it's really yeah, good." It's that whole class. It's that classic anime thing of like, you know, they're gonna pick and choose where they put their budget. Yeah, I was having trouble placing where it was from because it's like, well, it's like it's like late. 80s, but I was gonna, I was gonna guess it was 90s with how with with the quality of it. It's late, it's late 80s. So I mean, it was just it's too far off, but but yeah, this is it's it's definitely pretty to look at. I love I love the Pat Labor designs. Yeah, they're great. It's a it's a really nice combination of like real robot, but also it's got a lot of fun stuff about its design, like the little little lights. I like I like its legs. Its legs are very Gundam. Yeah, its legs are very Gundam. They have like the police lights on their shoulders. Yeah, yeah. The mech designs are great. Uh, the characters are super likable. This is one of the few things. Well, I guess no. I, f- I feel like the characters are more important are more important in Pat Labor than the mechs. Yeah. But but I feel like that's a good thing, especially with with some with with the characters because all of these characters it's about them and not about the mechs. But these characters are all about these mechs. They yes. they want they they love these Pat Labors, and it's it's it kind of it's like. It's a it's a it's a mecha about mech fans, kind of yeah way, yeah in kinda. a way. And uh, there's also a live action movie that I I, I want to I want to see now. Yeah, we should yeah we should definitely check it out. And so that was um, so that was the OVAs. That was the that OVAs. Was uh, negatives. Early days. Uh, uh, the last episode was kind of it felt tacked on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, after that really nice t- what is it th- was it two parter two parter. 
I, I assumed it was just going to go into three parts because I saw yeah, it was same. episode six and I was like, oh, well, but no. And um, because well, last episode, okay, apparently was the last episode has a different director. It was a different director, so I'm I'm wondering if it was just like maybe like just budgetary reasons, like maybe they just had room for a seventh episode. I mean, it wasn't a I, bad one. No, no, no. But like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have. Like that should have been like the third episode or something like that. That should have been if that one was earlier in. Like, yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe because to be fair, like I was like laying on your bed, I was kind of nodding off. Uh, I missed, like, a couple lines of dialogue here and there, because I don't speak Japanese, so if I wasn't reading it, I couldn't understand them. I think maybe the the, the events that transpired in Episode 7 was, like, the aftermath of Episode 6. I guess so. Maybe. Well, because they were dealing with, because they, they were still dealing with the beach house, like that. They, yeah. They, yeah, so. Which didn't come up so much. Yeah, I thought it was going to come up more. I mean, maybe it's one of those things where it's like the manga goes into it. Yeah. Because that's, 20... that's, that's, that's what Ghost in the Shell was. Yeah. Uh, so th- so this so this makes me want to check out the manga. This is honestly this is a great commercial for the manga. Yeah, and it's like it's a good sampler. It's not too long. It's not too short. And uh, and it's like because I would say it would be too short if it if it didn't if it wasn't like there if it wasn't just like an introduction to a movie or to like other things. Yeah, because we have a trilogy of movies. We have an entire fifty episode anime series with its own OVA sequel, a live action movie, and a twenty two volume manga. So this is not a small franchise. It's a labor of love. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, uh, I can't really think of any negatives. I can't. It didn't try to do that much. It, didn't, it, it was yeah. very. It 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 didn't overstay its welcome. It, I it wish didn't... we got to see a little more of them doing police stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I I, I really loved the the couple fi- like the the few filler episodes that we got. They were it's, really yeah, it's good. Kind of fi- like the, like I kind of felt it was like uh, like not 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 that I disliked them. I was just kind of like. Like they're not like, doing cop stuff. I was like, "What? what are, 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 isn't this?" I thought because I, I was going in more like this would be like a, it'd be kind of like like it'd be kind of like Ghost in the Shell or like Law and Order, where it's just like you know like episode mystery thing, Don't. cop robots. Oh, sorry, but it's like yeah. So I thought it'd be like you know like you know here's the setup, robots, character character yeah. interaction, mystery thing, which is which is plot B. Like the main police thing would be plot B, but that would res- res- like I thought it was gonna be more of a procedural, but. Once again, that was just my that was just my preconceived notion of what I thought it was going to be, and it wasn't. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, that's not even really a negative. It's just it no. didn't reach, it wasn't my preconceived notion. I I think it's better off for it if it was if it was just really police procedurally. I'm sure it would still be enjoyable because like you know, it's, it's there's still great characters and great animation and everything. But I I feel like it's I feel like it it it, it stood out better to me. Like I'll I remember I remember this. It's memorable. So so yeah, that was the that was the OVAs. And I guess next up, whenever, yeah. we're going to be talking about the movies. Yeah. We'll talk about the movie. Well, the first, well, the, movie. The first movie, yeah. But yeah. then eventually, then it's going to be a different episode. So, yeah, let's pause for that. Ba, 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 ba. It's Castlevania. Okay. <laughs> I'm keeping that. <laughs> So, uh, the Pat Labor movie. Pat Labor the movie. How long ago, do we know, do we want to bring in the information, how long ago was this made after I think this was, I think this was made a year later. Okay. I think this was 99. Let's corroborate. Let's corroborate. Let's just not just say shit. (laughs) 89. Oh, same year. Pat Labor the movie. Oh, so it was the future. I thought it was 98. (laughs) And then, uh, Pat Labor 2 came out in 93. And then the third movie came out in 2002. Which is WX13, well, W13, Pat Labor the movie 3. Which takes place in between one and two. Yes. 
Cool. And, okay, yeah. Um, but we're to, we're just talking about the first. We're just we're finishing up this one episode with the first movie, and then in the next episode we do Pat Labor whenever that is. We'll talk about uh, two well, and three. Yeah, uh, the TV series I'm excited though about because I lo- I I I love this franchise, and I'm so glad that I finally got into it. Yeah, me too. I, um, this is this is really. I now that we've been seeing more of it, I I, I definitely I've definitely come out of this uh, franchise in general with. Uh, with a real appreciation for what it's doing differently from your standard mecha show, but also with the understanding of everything it's doing is probably exactly why you don't hear Pat Labor being in the same breath as, like, way more popular mecha shows. It's less a mecha show and more a show with mecha in it. It's just they kind of live in a world where just mecha's normal. Yeah, yeah. So a world I want to live in. It, absolutely, yes. And, like, Izumi uh, is the only character who's, like, super all about Mecha. Yeah. Because she just, she wants to ride Alphons. <laughs> <laughs> she just wants her big giant metal boyfriend. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so this movie, I'm just going to forewarn you, if you're going into this thinking you're going to, this is going to be, like, a wild action romp, you might be kind of disappointed. There is some action in it, and it's dope. The th- but, like, there's a lot of payoff in the third act. There's a whole lot of payoff in the third act. It's a slow-paced act. movie. It, it feels longer than it is, actually. It was only 90 minutes long. And I remember, really? Yeah, it was only 90 minutes long. I was sat there for a while. Yeah. I was fucking... We were there for so long. I was fucking... I was playing Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. <laughs> the first two acts are very much... Like, you made a compare... Uh, like, a really... Really, like... On the nose, kind of like comparison to the film to the 2007 David Fincher joint Zodiac. Yeah, and like the and the only difference is where a lot where Zodiac and also a lot of his movies sort of play on the idea that in a realistic investigation there is no giant shootout at the end. This move, this film did have a giant shootout at the end yeah. with chasing the. But the interesting part is the bad guys are already dead. Yeah, the the plot involves the special vehicle unit, the special vehicle team. Uh, who we've grown, grown to love over the seven episodes uh, of my, early days. They're, they're, my, they're my babies. They're all my and, children. Uh, so what happens is, it's kind of like a year later. Yeah. And um, just, they're all overworked. Is because like over the, in the like twenty two of these happened in, the, in like that month alone. Yeah, in, in the pa- in the past month alone, which is so there have been others. There have been more than that. Uh, labors have just been randomly, apparently randomly going haywire. And, like, they can't be shut down, they can't be turned off, they basically have to be, like, fucking total to stop them. Yeah, you have to, like, literally make them cease working, yeah. basically. And, and you know, there's there's a lot of, there seems to be a lot of, like, hush-hush going down. Like, anytime somebody asks, like, hey, is this, like, is something going on? Everyone's like, no, nothing's going on, you need to stop asking that. It's just, it's just user error, it's user error. Ever the worst cops ever, they have zero... They are authority, and they have zero patience for authority. They, Godo is, like, proceeds to, con- like, continue to be the best. Oh, Godo's the best in this film. He's, he like, he literally kind of pulls the strings of everybody to do all the work for him. He's... He's Machiavellian in his, in his fucking, just, mission... To not have to do any fucking thing. <laughs> he does so much work to not do any work. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> like, he... Le- <clears throat> he bamboozles these these people. And it's kind of the best. Goto's whole thing is, he's the smartest cop, but he's also the laziest cop. So he smells a conspiracy a mile away. And so you, you, you get little bits and pieces throughout the film as he keeps pushing the cast to figure this out themselves. And then every time they figure something out, they also figure out, like... 
Goto already fucking knew this. <laughs> he just didn't want to do the legwork. Like, oh, Jesus, God. <laughs> He's so calculated that he literally got one of his guys on temporary probation just so that he wouldn't be limited by the rules yeah. of the police force. <laughs> yeah, like, he gets suspended. He gets suspended. Like, the same day he gets, he gets suspended, he's just like, so now that you're not on the force anymore, you, you, you have plenty of time to focus on the investigation. He's just like, what? <laughs> Driving without a helmet. <laughs> Driving without a helmet. Like, these... I love the entire cast, and I was very happy that Kanika Clancy came back just in time for the gigantic oh, action. right in time. Just, like... We, we pretty much gave up hope that she was going to be in this movie. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, we both gave I, up hope. I was like, I guess they couldn't get her say you back or something. I don't know any number of reasons. But then, then it's like, I made the call. And like, then fucking... She was like, we got her? We got her. I was we like, got oh! her. And then her fucking plane lands. And then the the, 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 the customs <laughs> officer asks her, like, bit, like basically, like, uh, sightseeing. She just takes over glasses. Combat. She's <laughs> oh, the best. I love her. And like, so essentially, they 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 find out that this is all the conspiracy of a pretty much like a mad genius programmer who mm-hmm. has like delusions of godhood and grandeur, where he wants to kind of recreate the Tower of Babel. He or recreate he, the story of the Tower of Babel. Yeah. So like, there's this big construction project going on. And I guess is that the same thing they were talking about in the OVAs? It might be. I don't know, because I think it's new, because they said, like, they're built, essentially they're trying to, like, because Japan always has a population problem, so I think it's, like, we're making more land, so more people have places to live. Right, 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 right. And, uh, so it was, like, and a so long-term the, project. And so they're, build... make, they're making this giant tower called the Babel Project, because... Babylon Project. Babel, Babylon Project, because I guess Japan just, Japan continues to love using Christian iconography with zero context for what it means. <laughs> Pretty much just because it's it's different and cool and new to them. Yeah. Because, once again, they're a Buddhist, they were a Buddhist Shinto society for thousands of years we've probably talked about this on the show before because like i mean western western culture loves to use non-christian iconography and everything and treat it like with with no yeah yeah, with zero context given but this film does kind of play on that yeah you know because like the the one the one guy in japan who's actually read the bible (laughs) i think goto is just kind of he's the laziest smart person ever and i Mm -hmm. love him i aspire to be him in every aspect of my life god some people aspire to be atticus finch i aspire to be goto and so he 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 got into I forget heavy industries because I just want to say Shinohara. Shinohara Shinohara heavy industries and starts uh, creates a new operating system but puts in the code basically a freaking um, rampancy function, like yeah. a rampancy virus. From fucking Marathon or something like that. And, 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 and which makes the, which makes the labors uh, updated with it go haywire, and because, uh... It was, like, hidden in the files, no one found it. Yeah, because, and because SI, SIH is, like, the big, like, is trying to corner the market, they put, they put this OS in literally every freaking labor. So they're also kind of freaking out, like, they don't know when their, when their labors are gonna, when the Ingrams are gonna go crazy. Yeah, because they can't figure out what's making them go off, and then eventually they find find out when it's, the, when they when the programmer gets back from it was just me yeah they they find out well yeah because that, that was another one of goto's plots is his everyone else's motivation he tells them like our labors have that os so we need to figure this out because ours could go haywire too and they're like oh shit we gotta figure this out before our labors go haywire and then the programmer comes back from vacation like huh Oh, yeah, no, I, I smelled something, me and the old man smelled something fishy, so we didn't put them in there, we just lied, and then I went on vacation. Did Goto not tell you that? And everyone's like, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> but so what, what what causes all the other labors to go off is this really crazy, ingenious thing where, like, the, the, the labor's sensory equipment can have them pick up on low-frequency sound waves, and so when wind passes through high skyscrapers... 
it sends out a low frequency like noise yeah. that he programmed to make them go off. So it's 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 perfect. They eventually find out that like the most the biggest concentration of labors is on the is on the Babylon project. Because the, the 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 clincher of this film is he sets this ingenious plan up to 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 give them this basically lose lose situation. Like there's it's a no win scenario. So no matter what they do, they're fucked on some level. And like that's true even at the end. Yeah. Like the ending, they don't really. Like, they solve the problem, but they have to completely destroy the Tower of Babel yeah. to do it. So he didn't really care. Either way, he the wins. The opening scene is him killing himself. Yeah. He So the second he comes up with this plan and puts it into place, he's like, I fucking did it. I win. And so he, he kills himself just to make absolutely certain that they can't, like, that no one alive can solve this. Yeah. He's the only person who could. And, go, like, there's a scene, one of the scenes where you can see kind of how Goto ticks is, like, where he's... He's kind of like smiling, saying like, like figuring it all out. Yeah, and like I like, got him. I fucking and got then, like, this guy. And then like kind of like his uh, his like Shinobu's kind of like you know you're smiling right. He's like oh shit I am. He's like fuck. He gets in a mirror and it's like Shh, oh no. <laughs> it's ruining my look. This gl- is gonna it's gonna ruin my look. Oh man. No one told me I have dimples. <laughs> so they find out that uh, they do a simulation where the uh, the highest concentration of wi- of noise that can literally create enough of the subsonic noise to like set off every labor in the entire in like, Tokyo. In, in, like yeah, all of Tokyo. All. Of Tokyo. But it would need forty, like it would need like crazy, like like sixty mile an hour winds, like yeah, crazy winds. And they're like, the only thing they could do that is a typhoon. And then there's a typhoon announced on the weather, and just perfect. Do you think that guy fucking Probably. like read like a farmer's almanac and he was like, there's supposed to be a typhoon later this year? I mean, typhoons are also really common in Japan, so it's kind of like oh, that's true. Like if it like it'll happen eventually. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, like typhoons um, in Japan are, are like yeah. Uh, and, and so, so they're left with this ultimatum of, like, we have no way to shut down the labors, because the virus, the virus gets so deep-seated into the labor system that even if you, even if you deactivate them, they can reactivate themselves. Yeah. It's kind of fucked. It's fucked that this man just did all this. And so what they do is they decide that we need to, like... We need to destroy the Tower of Battle before the Typhoon hits. Yeah. And they, they do, and it's one of the best action scenes in any movie, like, ever. They have to scale this building full of security bots and and just full of labors on every fucking floor that eventually, they of course, they all go off and they have to fight them. why wouldn't they? It's so good, but, like, you really earn it. Like, it, it's, it's such a slow burn. The investigation is really subdued, but, like, gripping. Like, it's, yeah. it's a legitimate mystery. And I really liked it because it's like on one front you've got you've got the cops trying to figure out what's going on, and you've got the detectives from the OVA just like going Monster around to. Guy. They 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 spend like the first two thirds of the film just going through all of this this duder's like old dilapidated houses he basically lived off the grid in. Yeah. And just like investigating and like for up until the very end I had no idea what they were doing. But like I didn't fucking care. I love those sequences. There's so there's such good it's so, cinematography. It's so, so Mamoru Oshii. It's so it's, it's like Ghost in the Shell had like you know, like it was very Ghost in the Shell because yeah. he went on to direct that and oh, a couple man. years later. That's so. It's very good. Ghost in the Shell. Like it's all, they had no sound effects. It was all just just really subdued drum and like kind of drum music. Yeah, and and then whenever there was a sound effect, like so he'd like crunch on like a birdcage or something, it would happen to be like oh yeah, and he'd react the same way like what like there's so much atmosphere. It's like I I think I could like you could watch this movie without watching the OVAs, but I feel the OVAs really developed the main cast because there's very little the movie's good, development in this movie. The movie is good if like for cinematography and animation and whatnot, but you really need that the OVA to make you fall in love with these characters because like they're not doing that much for the first two acts. Yeah, like in in terms of they're not doing much from the perspective of somebody who has no previous ties to this franchise, yeah. so they're just trying to enjoy this movie and the, you know they're sitting there with no context going like. Oh, Nothing's happening. Yeah. Where's the robots? 
Which is uh, probably why some people probably don't like that labor. Yeah. If that's why, if that's what you're in for Mecha, I guess that's fair. You know what? Like, really? This this is a real robot show. Yeah, this is probably, like, on the, in terms of, like, now that I'm thinking about it, in terms of, like, the sliding scale of, like, if you think of, like, a line of real robot to super robot. This it, is the most, like, shonen real robot. Yeah, this is, this is very far to the, like, I want to say, like, the left in terms of, like, being, you know, yeah. real robot <laughs> right being super robot. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you have, like, Tang and Topic Gurren Lagann all the way on one side, and you have, like, Alphonse is, like, on the far end. Yeah. Is the far spectrum of just, like, real, realism. Yeah. And it's, like, the final battle is, like, super intense, like, when... It's just two really fucked up robots just duking it. And it's quick. It's a quick fight. It's, like, a minute long, but that's all you need. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, all all the fights that are in here, they're all really good, but they're really brief, because, like, they have a job to do. Because, also, because, like, you know, they're using gigantic shotguns, and shotguns blow through shit immediately. Oh, yeah. That's their jobs. They're shotguns. When they, like, their their initial raid of the tower... It's just that's the fun. That's the funnest part of the movie. It's it's like it's like it's like it's essentially like a rail shooter sequence in a game. Oh, it's so good. I feel like everybody gets you know everybody gets gets a a scene. This movie was really about what's his fucking face? Not Godot. Not Godot. The other guy. Shinohara. 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 This is really Shinohara's movie. Yeah. Especially in terms of like Noah, because it's like I've like of course I I want everything to be about Noah. She's my baby girl. Um, she also has the, the final fight, and that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, she yeah, gets yeah, to jo- yeah, 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 For yeah, how yeah. awesome she was in the final part, she, she can go into the mech respective Hall of hall of Awesome Ladies in mech anime with Cutie Honey, yeah. uh, 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 Noriko, and, Noriko and, and, and Nono. Nono. This is very very much Shinohara's movie. He he still, There's some great moments in the first... Like, I do wish, because it's like, they were they were kind of... They were, they were setting it up a little bit, and they didn't really pay it off a lot, but like a lot, his main motivation was because... Like the entire the fucking okie doke that this dude pulled that this dead guy pulled was on his dad's company, and yeah. a lo- that was a lot of the motivation was like like my father's reputation, like and like my our our comp like my comp like uh, the company's reputation. Well, in the end, they did manage to prove that it was that it was yeah foul play. But like I I, I do wish he didn't that there really was... get any per- they didn't get like personal closure though. Yeah, I would have liked a little I, I would have liked it to be a little bit more personal, but I guess I guess it's I also know. like it's realistic. It's like you know, there isn't always closure. Yeah. Um, but, but no, it was, for what, for what there was, it was really good. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I, I loved it. This is, I, this is probably, this is one of the best things we've reviewed in terms of animation, too. Like, you could tell that, like, this was, oh, like, yeah. like, when bullets hit shit, it looks like it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... God, when that dude, when that dude uh, uses that big, that big rifle on that car. Yeah. And that car just goes, like, fucking 50 feet in the air. You can very much see the correlations in direction style. Uh, definitely the Mamoru Oshii style. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna be revisiting Ghost in the Shell pretty pretty soon. Um, so you will see another one of his movies pretty soon. I mean, we might do a guide down on Jinro, the Wolf Brigade. Another one of his movies. Yeah. Um, because that isn't really mecha, but it could still kind of fit in our wheelhouse. Sure. But anyway, that's pretty much all I have to say about the movie. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's a really simple flick, but it's 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 really good. If you liked if you liked the OVAs, and you want something a little more serious and dull, darker. Yeah, uh, just I mean I mean mostly just if you want a really good another really good good story with these characters. I feel like the OVA you probably could cut that into a into a film if you only took the plot from like the last three episodes. Yeah, yeah, the one about like the takeover and all that. Yeah, like that. Once once the OVA got to that point, it feels a little bit more like this movie. Yeah. Well, um with Godo kind of, you know, doing his shtick and all that. Yeah, and, like and his, like, the the rival he's like on the phone with and that that was like Godo's really cool. Godo's the best. He doesn't even get in a mech, he's the best character. Oh man. And so uh that's I'd say positives and negatives. Positives are like 
And... Really lovable characters. Yeah. With, like, dialogue that you're, like... Leg- I was laughing my ass off in parts of this movie. It was really... It was, it's always really like, good Like, I would call this movie a comedy, but, it's like, it's still, like, I'm, I was having a good time. I was laughing. I was having a few yucks. Uh, yeah, there's some goofs. There's some, there's some good... Like, when... when uh, good go-to like, go 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 goofs. When, uh, when he fucking abandons her at the pizza place, just, like, <laughs> I'm riding so... without a helmet. <laughs> God. Drinking and driving. That pizza was hilarious. I think there was shrimp on it? Yeah. Uh, Was that a Japanese-influenced pizza? I don't know how I feel about shrimp and cheese. I love shrimp. I love cheese. Not together? I've never... I've never considered it. I've never considered seafood and cheese together in general. Uh, crab... Crab cheese rangoons. Okay. Are my fucking shit. Alright, but, uh... uh... (laughs) Positives that pizza. Positives that pizza. Goto. Just Goto in general. And just, this is... Makes cops likable. Makes me like cops. Makes you simultaneously like, like cops and hate cops. It almost makes you like cops, but then you realize, like, these people wouldn't keep their jobs for a minute. Because also, but also it makes, they hate the, anyone above them, and they hate all the bureaucracy. Yeah, they, they don't, it's not even, like, it's not even necessarily they hate it. Some of them hate it, but uh, the, the other ones are just, like, too oblivious to even realize that they're fighting the power so hard. They just want to do a good job. They just want to yeah. go out and, they just want to go out and get the bad guy. There's a bad guy, I gotta go get him! Like Oda in the beginning, like well, it's our job to protect this, protect this town from evildoers. Yeah, I'm like come on, man. Like who who talks like that? I'd say negatives is just kind of like if you're going in for if you want something really action heavy, you're not going to get it here. Yeah, no, not at all. There's some payoff, but you really need to like what they're selling you in the first two acts. Like that, yeah, the the payoff isn't what this movie's about. But like, there's still some good action. There's still some good like. It's good mecha. It's good mecha action for what what it is, but it's used sparingly, and I think it's used well. Oh yeah, absolutely. They really make you. They really make you earn it. They make you earn it. They make you care. Like you're invested. That was an intense fight scene. You're like, I was worried. I was like, yeah. Holy shit! Don't hurt my children. And I guess the other negative would just be kind of like, if you're if you have if you're not really that, if if a slow burn is not what you're in for, you might. I I this might not be for you. Yeah. But like, if you're if you're willing to pay it, you have to pay attention. It's not a movie you can kind of throw in the background. You got because otherwise it'll like you can. You gotta pay attention to this movie, and I, I hate to say that. Like, you ha- when you watch something, you have to pay attention to this one specifically. It's like there's a there's a lot going on because it's a, it's a, it's it's a legitimate mystery. It's not one of those things where it's like first act. What what is this? Second act. Oh, it's this thing. Third act. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. In this in this movie, it's kind of first act. They have to figure out like four different fucking things. Like they, they make like, you earn the bam 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 bam. The, like the second they figure something out, they're like, okay, well, what do we do next? And it's like, well, what are they gonna do next? I was invested. I, we didn't talk at like an alder in this movie. We were just no. kind of we were just both like, yeah, no, it was it was great. Okay, from occasional holy shits or laughing, but yeah, everybody watch Pat Labor unless like unless it's you fun. suck. Yeah, unless you suck. <laughs> we but, always seem to do that. We start we start it off. We start our critique off with like, well, if you don't like this, it's not going to be your thing. And then final thoughts: if you don't like this, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna have a new format, and by format, I just mean we're gonna try to um. We're going to be more organized with how we pick our stuff. With a, yeah, so essentially we're going to pick things in clusters of, um, so you guys aren't going to get the first real cluster until after our current sort of cluster is gone. Like, we're, uh, we're currently doing another video game, we're doing Marathon, mm-hmm. which you'll get, you'll get the first episode of that, and then I'll start uploading gameplay of that whenever I get not lazy. Yeah. Um... This one's probably gonna go up first, because Pat, because the first half of this was recorded a while ago, and I hate sitting on old recordings. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, so, th- and then after that, we're probably, you're either gonna get the Marathon episode or the Get a Robo Go episode, just depending on how far we get in Marathon tonight. Yeah. And, uh, Get a Robo Go is a quick read, well, at least for me. It's it's long, but it's, like, it's it's, it's, it's Getter. It's, it's the longest Getter, but, it's, yeah. It's not... I wanna read it. It's not that 
hard of a read. The next cluster you're going to get, we decided we're, for the clusters, I think I'm just going to call them clusters. That's fine. Sounds, sounds, sounds it, technical. It, make, it makes me want to watch Steven Universe. <laughs> uh, we're going to be doing a movie, mm. a video game, an mm. anime, an OVA, and a manga. So we have five, manga or comic. Yeah. So we're going to have five things for, per cluster. And uh, so our cluster for this month is, our movie is Blade Runner, our first live action yeah, joint. Yeah, I'm ready. Blade Runner. Uh, our video game is Armored Core 4. Which I'm going to be playing since Tooch played Marathon. Right, we're going we're gonna to be taking taking turns playing playing picking games. And, like, picking and choosing games. We, we'll, we each pick a game we want to actually play. Yeah. Um, our manga is Gundam The Origin, now that it's all completed, and yeah. I own all of it, so I was actually going to give Tooch, Tooch books two through five. Yeah, because I got, I, got, I got the first one. And because the, I guess I'm going to buy all 12 of them at some point. I don't know if I'm actually going to fucking do that. I mean, you should, they're great. I should, but I'm also, I'm also collecting JoJo. Dude, in like I picked and choose my battles. I, I had to pick. I had I had to pick and choose my battles. <laughs> I ch- honestly, I I, cho- I chose JoJo. Like, homie, you know that's gonna look so good on my fucking show. It is. I keep every time I see it, I'm like, I can just grab all those right now. But it's hard. It's hard. So we're gonna be doing Gun, Gun in the Origin as our next manga. Our next anime, full length anime, is Razathon, mm-hmm. uh, which was requested by a few people who I who I know personally. Yeah. Like uh like Ryan really said like tell me when you guys do Razathon like tell me when you guys do Razathon. And uh, it's also, it's another Ava-like, so that'll open up the can of worms of our different opinions of Evangelion. And then, uh, last but not least, our OVA will be featuring our next guest, which is a good friend of mine, an artist for my project, Nankei. Yeah. Uh, we'll be doing uh, the movie and OVA, Eve no Jikan. Cool. So I think we're going to do what we did for Macross Plus, like we'll watch the OVAs on our own and then watch the movie together. Okay. And uh, then, yeah, I think that's about it for now. But while we were recording this, uh, we, just got, we, we got an email. email. We just got an email. We just got an email from uh, Edgar the Blacksmith. So Edgar the Blacksmith saying, Hello, keep the free entertainment coming. You're doing very nice. Well, thank you. In Mega Man Zero, uh, you, you spoke a little about Saint Seiya. And for them, it, it was weird to hear us Americans talking about Saint Seiya because it's very popular in Mexico and South America. We, both, we, knew, we know that. Yes, and Italy and France. Yeah, yeah, I actually have a friend. Like, I got, I it's got into a, dis- I got into a discussion with one of my, with one of my friends from Mexico who said that, like, oh yeah, her, her boyfriend like loved the shit out of Saint Seiya as a kid. I love, Sa- I like Saint Seiya a lot, but I'm also a big fan of like '80s shonen in general. So yeah. like, I, I'm, I like obscure manga. I'm trying yeah. to find all of the, uh, the shonen jump shitty translation of the manga since the manga is hard to find. I, I watched really crappy subs, but I like Saint Seiya a lot. Uh, they haven't really seen many giant robot anime, but it would be nice to hear our opinions uh, about Gurren Lagann, Evangelion, and their favorite Pat Laver. Well, perfect that, perfect time to email us, homie. Perfect time to email us, yeah. We, here's about an hour oh, of our wait. of Pat Labor. I didn't know, like, it only showed a little bit. Like, there were some pictures, and I assumed, like, oh, I guess this is just his, like, Saint Seiya figure collection. But then I looked at the whole image. I mean, this is a cosplay. Holy shit, that's Gold Cloth Seiya. Did he cosplay? That's, no, that's not, that's not the Gold Cloth. That's fucking, um, the same Sagittarius Seiya. Yeah, holy shit, man. Good on you. I hope that's not, like, real metal. Otherwise, you you won't be able to walk. <laughs> if so, you must be buff. Like, yeah, man, fucking brick shit house. Get shredded. Yeah, like, like, freaking, like, 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 Saya. <laughs> That's the most shredded fourteen-year-old in the universe. <laughs> um, so in the cosmos, uh, we both are big fans of Gurren Lagann, mm-hmm. and I think I found out how we can actually get away with doing Gurren Lagann on on retrospective. Sure, because Stefano's never seen it. <sighs> So I think that will be our excuse to do Gurren Lagann. Is over the summer we'll get to, we'll 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 binge it with Stefano because he's never seen it before. Does he? Because like obviously he's never seen it before, but obviously the the turning point in episode he's nine. read the manga up to that point and then gave up on it because he thought that it would be bad after that. So he's never seen the anime though, and the manga yeah. has differences. So yeah. I was like, let's just let's just duct tape his hands together. 
Like like it'll be it'll be totally red dragon style, duct tape into it to a to a wheelchair. Do you see? Do you see? <laughs> and Evangelion is one of my favorites, and Tooch has differing opinions that he that we're gonna we're gonna fight over li- uh, next November. So that's 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 been uh, that's been retrospective. So uh, so until then, I'm Tooch. I'm Devin, and we cry at robots. <laughs> Welcome to Retrospect of the Mecha Podcast, where Devin hijacks everything. No, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> I was going to be like, I mean, like, if you want to, like, I was I was coughing, you'd have to take that again. If you want to do no, it. No. This is, um, so, before we start, um, I wanted to ask you, I don't uh-huh. know why I do my podcasting voice, but I'm asking you, um, uh-huh. are we breaking early days in the movie into two separate episodes, or do you want to just judge that based on how much we talk about the movie? Well, I mean, because we originally only were able to get, like... I don't, even minutes, think, like, I don't even think, like, not even 20 minutes. Like, we recorded for 20 minutes, but, like, once I whittle it down, maybe, like, 15 Alright, so I guess we can just so. smack that on. Absolutely. So, um, Homie, our first episode was, like, four hours. <laughs> it was, like, two and a half. <laughs> it felt the, like... It's funny because it's still obscene. Yeah. Uh, uh, let, so... Let's start this, though. Okay, yeah, go. Hello and welcome to Microspective, the mega podcast where we cover everything from Astro Boy to Mazinger Z. I'm Tooch. I'm Devin, and here we go... A week and a half later? Two weeks later? Actually, now that I realize what we're doing, we don't need to do this. Yeah. Okay, so we're a week... We're a week... We're a week... We are... Hey, guys, it's two weeks in the future. Um, two... Let me let me just tell you, I'm keeping, like, all that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. It's been two weeks. Uh, Tooch had... Tooch was sick and then had car troubles.